You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And here we go. War Chant Happy Hour begins right now, live from the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Hello, everybody out there. Good to be with you. Cheers. Florida State Clemson week begins right now. Weekend begins right now. Appreciate everybody out here at the Corner Pocket. If you don't know where it is and you're just getting into town, Appalachian Parkway, the locale, you can't miss it. Next to, uh, what is that? What the hell is that place? Uh, REI or some uh, ADP, Aldi, Aldi? Uh, yeah, whatever it is. Uh, what do you say, Flower Eye? I said REI. Oh, REI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, they you can get the tent if you need a tent or yeah, some yeah, yeah, winter yeah. equipment. Just type in Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Everybody has GPS now, yeah. so they'll find it. The food's great. The company is great. The beers are cold. We got the baseball games on. We've got football coming on. We're all good to go, but mostly we're going to talk Florida State Clemson. Hello, brother. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm excited. I, I I don't know if I'm anxious, a little nervous. I think I'm mostly excited. I think you go into this with not a ton to lose. You're an underdog. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are. And you think we have a better than 50% chance of winning. So yeah, there I you do. go. Yeah, maybe you think Clemson's the underdog this weekend. <laughs> right, in my this eyes. Is, yeah. Uh, I, I'm a little nervous. Clemson got healthy at just the right time. That's a bummer. About, That's a bit of a bummer. Yeah, yeah, it is. I don't know about nerves as much as I do. Uh, I'm apprehensive a little bit. I'm excited for the atmosphere in Doak. Yeah. I'm excited for how how electric that will be because it's Saturday night's a joke. You know, you and I go way back with this program. They released the balloons. Oh, yeah. And, the, and, the, and the, of course, you have the, the sound meter, the, the whole yeah. atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll, right. be, that'll be great. Yeah. Um, no, I just, Saturday nights at Doke are special. And when you bring in an opponent like this, it, you expect it to be electric. You expect it to be intense. And then you and, know you can play with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this yeah. isn't, this isn't, well, obviously, 2020 didn't get played anyway, but um, not that Thank game, goodness. it was a 35 and a half point spread. Yeah. That wouldn't have gone well. It would not have. They literally could have scored 70 if they were. Probably. Wanted. Which, when you look at, when you're trying to ju- gauge this program and how far it's come, think about that NC State game in 2020. Think about this point spread. And you say, okay, you're still not where you want to go. You haven't made a giant leap necessarily. Sure. But those steps are – it's incremental, but you're making steps. You went from in two years a 35-and-a-half-point underdog at home to a three-and-a-half-point underdog at home. Now, Clemson's come back to the, the pack a little bit. A little bit. But you've also – you're in the pack now at least. So you bring up a good point because I think it's I important. know I did. Well, I bring I, up good I, points all the time. You also sometimes just fly by the seat of your pants <laughs> and say crazy things. So I know, I, I, I'm just glad that you began today's show with yep. a solid, Doing solid point. Man. That's a good way to start. No, I think it is important to note that because I think when you come on the heels of two straight losses, people are a little embittered, a little frustrated, yeah. especially because you let one get away. The, way you, the, yeah, way, you the way you lost that one was tough. But yeah. it's important to note that Florida State, despite those two losses, and even if this doesn't go well, is still a team that is set up to have a much better season. The program is on the right track. I actually believe that even if they were to fall tomorrow. It's a big if. It an is enormous a, if. Big if. Even if they were to fall tomorrow night, I do think Florida State can win the remaining five games. I right. Just, I right. straight up believe that. And 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 I, I'm less bullish on this game than you, but I do think that Florida State can win the next five coming off that pie. They just got to get healthy, Corey. They have not been healthy. Yeah. And 
it's frustrating. When you think about those losses, it's hard not to wallow in self-pity. You know, if, if Bless Harris were starting at right tackle tomorrow night, Florida State's a much better team. Yeah. Um, instead, you have to you have to start Jazz. And I'm not trying to take shots at Jazz, but Jazz was brought in to be a backup. He was brought in to be a backup guard at that. He's having to start at right tackle. Yeah. That's not ideal. We Ooh. talk about these things a lot. The where, lights are on, man. Yeah, there we go. It, yeah, it, people want to see us on the feed here. Yeah. But we were a silhouette. But uh, but what? Again, you go through. You can go through all the injuries. I don't want to do that. But we don't know if Fabian Lovett's going to play. He's your best defensive tackle. It's not even close. Yeah. No duh. Yeah. And so it's so aggravating to think about. Hey, you're still where you are without a lot of these yeah. guys. That's reason to be encouraged, but it is also frustrating. So well, I, but, I get both sides. Of but it. also, when you look at, uh, you know, you, do, you definitely don't want to have a three-game losing streak going into a bye. But those last five games, you're, you should be healthier, man. Who knows if Winston Wright's back in the fold, Fabian Lovett. You know, we don't know if he'll play this week, but you got to imagine after a bye he'll play. So you got those last five games, and say you lose this game. You're competitive, but you lose. And then you go 4-1 and one or 5-0 and oh, the last five, which is imminently doable. Those aren't great teams. Right, I think it's important that you do that. If you do that, you go 8-4 and four or 5-0 or and oh over the last five, you, this program will – not only do we know it's better just because we have vision and, and IQ, but you can – there's tangible proof. You know what I mean? Oh, there we go. Philly's Philly scored first. Oh, what are you gonna do? You'll live, buddy. I know. You'll still got the live. still got the ring from long, last year. Long time, long time to go here. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I think for Mike Norvell and staff, it's an important game for a lot of reasons. Yes, you want to win it. If you win it, my God, can you imagine the conversation we're having on Monday? Changes everything about the rest yeah. of the season. Start talking about nine and three and ten and two and things yeah. like that. But not only that, though, you you really are gauging just how far you've come. So far, that litmus test proves you're better. How much better? How much better are you than a year ago, than a year before that? Well, if this is a tie ball game going into the fourth quarter or something close to it, your world's better, and you're getting closer and closer and closer to a point where the expectation isn't that you hope to have a seven- or eight-win season. It's that you win the Atlantic. And then we get back to being Florida State football where the conversation sit around conference championships yeah. and college playoff appearances. That, that That's where you ultimately are trying to get to. The question mark for all Florida State fans is how soon do you arrive at that being a reasonable expectation? It's unreasonable right now, but, but how, how soon? I mean, I, I think within two years you should be in the playoff conversation because it's going to be a 12-team playoff. Well, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but, I mean, literally, like, if Florida State had won on Saturday, which they very well could have, should have, if it's a 12-team format, you're right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're in the conversation already. Well, you if beat you'd Clemson, you're Saturday, in it. Corey, if you'd won on Saturday, you're in the conversation regardless because if you win the conference title, yeah. which you might be in a position to do, you, you, you might get it anyhow with one loss. So, I mean, yeah. So, but that that to me is why you you should be encouraged about what you're seeing. But I also understand the frustration of that game because you let that get away. Just think about the energy around this game, and it's already going to be pretty energetic. But if you're five and one totally and twenty different. in the country, hosting a six and zero Clemson team, it takes on a life of its own. It takes on a different feel than any game we've had here in I don't know, man, six seven years. It's been a minute. Yeah, I got a question for you. You were up there. You saw in person in that stadium that debacle. That you saw the second half. We all yeah. did. It was tough to – Tom and I were talking about it live on the air as it was happening. But my question to you is, you know, one of the good parts about traveling within the conference and covering the team the way you are when you're at those opposing stadiums, you get a chance to interact with people that cover the other teams in the ACC. You get a chance to talk with fans. You get a chance to kind of go out and about and see what that's – my question to you is, yes, that's a bomb. Philly's up 4 nothing. I don't, I don't like the way my man reacted when he hit it, though. Oh, I mean, he, that he was crazy. You know he slammed his bat down. Like he was mad at everyone. Come on, man. Settle down. Well, well, it's because he made that error. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, here, here's my question to you. What is the general consensus at these other locations about Florida State? Because I brought up a story today on the air. My brother lives in Atlanta, like you do half the time. Yeah, right? yeah. All right. My bro- the, the brother I was referencing did not go to Florida State. He's indifferent about Florida State. He'll, he'll root for him because of me, but he doesn't right. really care all right. that much. He went to USF. So he says to me, hey, man, and he's a huge college football fan. I like watching you guys this year. I said, why? He goes, oh, you're competitive every week and you fight like hell. It's just fun to watch Florida State yeah. right now. And he goes, frankly, Florida State needs to matter again. So he's talking about a big picture college football stuff. And he's like, yeah, when I'm flipping around, I see Florida State's on, I want to watch them because they fight and they're better and they, they seem to be together. Yeah. And he goes, I wouldn't even talk to you about Florida State the last four years. So now I'm, I'm locked in. Do you get that impression elsewhere when you're covering, when you're on the road covering these games that – 
people can clearly recognize how much better Florida State is. Uh, no, because I usually just go from the car to the press so box. you don't talk to them. I don't talk to well, people. Well, you're an elitist that way. I appreciate I am, that. But, but I, it, it is the truth. Uh, it is College football is better when Florida State is good. ACC is certainly better. A lot Which better. You would think, again, they might have a uh, like a quorum with the refs and be like, hey, man. <laughs> I think 50, the refs 50, would like to see Clemson get to the playoffs. No, I'm talking about, this, yeah, this weekend, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the last two weekends, it would have really benefited the ACC if Florida State had won both those games. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. 6-0 and Florida State versus 6-0 and Clemson. Well, and also, it's a conference right now that has arguably, of the Power Five, the best quarterbacks in all of college football. Oh, of course. I think it's across the board. Now, you win and you have two high-profile teams competing like that this weekend in a big-time primetime game. That is a talking point that is getting heard by a lot more people. Yeah, but then the refs screw you. You don't You don't get the uh, win. You didn't and, help yourself either. No, I know. I know. But it, and you, 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 I mean, who knows if you win that game even without some of those atrocious calls. But it is what it is. They're going to let Wake hold while they do their mesh. It is what happens. It's just how the, the, the world works. It doesn't make sense because nobody cares if Wake Forest is any good at football. You would think the ACC, and Phillips in particular, would be like, we have to get Florida State good again. We have to. If it's 50-50, I, I, I Florida don't like State needs to win. I like advocating for oh, cheating. Cheating. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Man, have you watched how the world You're works? Advocating for them to just fix games for Florida State. Pe- people will steal a billion dollars <laughs> in a hedge fund, yes, and they get yes. six months at a little country club no, prison. Somebody it. steals a car, and they're in federal prison for 20 years. I understand and the larger discussion. You know what I mean? So I, everybody cheats. But you're gonna, you got to benefit so yourself. My man has gone from, let's see if they can build something to, we need you to start cheating for us. Just, we don't need it. We don't need it. Yeah, I mean, it would Let's be nice. Let's climb up there they're still, and earn it. They're still officiating like it's 1995 and I they know. feel bad for these teams. I know, buddy. It's but, all right. Yeah, but so to the point about Florida State being competitive again, it's definitely there, man. This is not a – they don't get – they're not a pushover anymore. Clemson's not coming here expecting to win by a lot. They know they're going to be in a game. Now, they expect to win because they're Clemson, but they know they're going to be in a game. NC State knew they were going to be in a game. Like two years ago, I was up there for the great Chubba Purdy start. Man, that was a what a I night. Mean, I mean, come on, man, it wasn't even competitive. What a night. It wasn't competitive. You can always say you were there to see it, buddy. In this game, they, they got knocked in the mouth. NC State realized real quick, okay, Florida State's getting better, much, much better. Now, we'll see how much better they are Saturday, you know, in, in what, 24 hours from now, 25 hours from now, but they are a better program. It's now about tangible proof and, um, y- you know, Building on something, building something like it'd be awesome. If you find go eight and four. That if you go eight and four, that means you. I mean, if you lose this game, you're going to either beat Miami or Florida, maybe both. But you, you've got to start winning some of these types of games. So Norvell needs a win like this. Not his best win so far was a win over Miami that fired its coach. We're going to need better wins than that. The winning. I mean, look at this reaction. Louisville was good, but. Uh- I mean, you he, really he, stand, he does this and slams his – now I'm going to root for the Dodgers when they play the Phillies. I don't want to root for the Dodgers. I'm going to have to root for the Dodgers. So we've never reaction. seen Ronald Acuna pimp a home run? No? I've never seen like that. He was uh, mad. He was yeah. saying, oh, they're interviewing him. In the, what's going on? Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. So what I, w- what I would tell you is this is the – I don't know that you're going to be able to gauge – we might have a disagreement on this. I don't know that how much you're going to gauge improvement in this game. I, I think Florida If you State, win, that's an improvement. Well, yeah, to say the least. I think Florida State's opportunity was last weekend. I think Wake's better than Florida State, and I know Clemson's better than Florida State. Yeah. Doesn't mean you can't win. Yeah, absolutely. Doesn't mean you can't win, yeah. to your point. But I think Florida State's better than NC State. And yes, that that was a that bummer. loss hurts, and that is you know that's that's a knock. You know that is truly a knock on. By the way, can we go ahead and just turn this game off, Tom? I mean, what are we doing here, buddy? You, everywhere you look, it's going to be on. It's uh, all a I do bar, is baby. Uh, I it's turn around and fun. just see home runs. It's a glorious this is thing. ridiculous. <laughs> it's okay. You're the reigning world champions. You I know. Okay. I got that going You got to let it go. This is what uh, I get for what you see. Why I don't watch these stupid things. You can't handle it. I can't handle um, it. No, that's a replay from an earlier home run. No, no, no. Oh, that no, was Bryce Harper just hitting one, a 500-foot huh? bomb. I think you may want to get your guy out of there. So so long story short, I would just say that this game here, buckle up, everybody. It's not that you can't win, but I think you're going to need a little bit of help. Every one of Clemson's starters that have been out this entire time all come back this week. Now, maybe they're rusty. Tom suggested they might be rusty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Let's hope that's the case. Rust sets in. But if they play to their capabilities, 
this is the best team in the conference. If they play to their capabilities, they have better players than you at nearly every position. So it's asking a lot for Florida State to win this game. I'm just trying to set realistic expectations. I'm not trying to bring everybody down. I just think it's a tough ask. It can happen. Yeah. Florida State's not nearly as bad off as they were several years ago. That point is well made. I get it, but I do think this is a tough ask to win this game with a healthy Clemson coming in. Yeah, for sure, but it's not impossible. You know, two years ago it was impossible. Last year you went into that game in Death Valley thinking, I don't know, man, just try to get to the fourth quarter. You made me, and you did. And actually. they did. They, did. they, they could have won the game. They had the lead with under 10 minutes to play. should have won the game. Yeah. But this year would not be crazy if this game is close in the fourth quarter. In fact, I, it's a three-and-a-half-point spread, so you know – the people think it's going to be close. Uh, the over-under is 51. Clemson does not have a very good offense. They're not horrible. They're not like they were last year. But, again, when you look at the, the games they played, I watched that NC State game that they played, and then I just watched the NC State team that Florida State played. And, they, you know, I think if Florida State plays NC State at home, you get the similar score. You know what I mean? I think yeah. they would have beat NC State very similarly. I, I think I think they're they're much more evenly matched than they've been in a in a good long while. If the quarterback for Clemson plays well, you're not going to win. You're not going to win. He's played well this year. He's You've been, got to affect he's been good this year. And you got to so, hope he yeah. makes some crazy mistakes. Well, and it's it's possible in this atmosphere. Like I said early on, if you get a break or two, I mean, listen, football's a funny game. That's why we don't assume victories every week, even though the spread is given early in the week. Yeah. I mean, we know the game's got to be played. Tip passes happen, pick sixes happen, returns for touchdowns, fumbles. These things change games. Momentum in games. Players are in college, not pro. You yeah. see them affected by emotion a little bit more often. So, yeah, it can happen. And, and again, I think that's what happens to happen in this game for Florida State to win it is early. Something good has to happen for Florida State. I think back to the upset, mild upset as it was against North Carolina that year here. Yeah. And you had the Kando pick six for a touchdown. And you see how well that sustained Florida State for basically three quarters. That fourth quarter was a hold on for dear life. Carolina dropped a bunch of passes and kind of blew the game. But Florida State, because of that early success, were in it the whole way with a chance to win it. And that's really what I think you're asking for here is, does something good happen? Do you make your own luck? Do you get a couple breaks along the way and all of a sudden you're going into the fourth quarter? Clemson has a lot more to lose than Florida State, man. A lot more. Clemson thinks, no matter what we think of them, Clemson thinks and they should think this, that they can go to the college football playoff. Yeah. I mean, we probably can name three teams we think are better than them, but I don't know, many more. So at that point, they believe they're going to win the conference. They believe that they're going to play for the – at least play for the championship. There's nobody in the Coastal that's going to beat them, it doesn't seem. So if this is tight late, do they get tight? Do they begin to freeze up a little bit? I mean, at least get to that point and let's find out. You hope, man. And that's the the, – I, I want something good to happen to Jordan Travis early too, because his last, the last taste of his talk mouth on this point is a good point. Was very bitter. I mean, that's a that's an awful interception when you have a chance to go win the game. Whether I mean, it was a bad decision. You can't argue that it was a bad decision. Yeah, a bad decision. Period. Um, yes. Because of the the just the the, the well, place you are on the field too. and where yeah, you are yeah, in the yeah, off yeah. coverage. Um, but you know, is his confidence waned at all? I don't know. I hope not. It shouldn't. He's been he's been good this year, and I thought he was good in that game. His receivers let him down for a, a large time. chunk of that Big game. Time. But if he if he has something good happen to him early, and can get into a rhythm. You, you need him to outplay DJ. I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name. There's no chance. But Uyungle. All right. Well, well, say it again. <laughs> I don't need to keep saying it. So I, I want to hear it. Uyungle. Uyungle. Yeah. Oh, I can do that. That's yeah, easy. Yeah, you just did it. Yeah. So, yeah, if Travis outplays Uyungle. There is. Then you you have a very good chance of winning the game. You, you can't have Uyungle outplay your quarterback because you have no chance that that happens, in my opinion. You yeah. have to have Jordan Travis have to have a special game because yeah. you're not running the ball in this team. You're just not going to do not it. Not traditionally. You're right. And I think Jordan has to run the ball against the team. So, to your point, and I, this yeah, is the that'd point. Be something. We are in total agreement on this point. The Phillies are still batting, by the All way. This has long. been a 34-minute inning. Let, let's hope it's a 15-run inning. Let's, let's <laughs> just get, get it over with. But the, but the point the mercy rule? is Jordan has to be electrifying in this game. Yeah. And he might be. Last week's long run against NC State, not only was it exciting to watch because you're rooting for Florida State, but also because it was a sign that he's back healthy. He would not have turned it loose yeah. the week prior. Yeah. And so now you see him do that. Hopefully that's just a continued build up to him being a full strength. He also I didn't take to... any awful hits in that game. No, that I remember right? No, he, no. he only ran it six or seven times. He got sacked once, so he should be as healthy he, as he's been in a month. And at the end, every, every one of the tackles that he did 
you know, go through. I, I remember thinking, okay, he's popping right up. That's yeah. a good sign. He didn't seem to fidget with the knee brace or anything like that. He seemed fine. So, I mean, I think he's probably as healthy as he's been in a few weeks. And if that's the case, you got to run him out. You're not going to win otherwise. You're missing Treshawn Ward. It's a big loss. I love Treshawn Ward, especially between the tackles. That's not official yet. Well, we think we're, we, we're, I mean, we're assuming. I, I'd be very surprised if he yes. played. I mean, he was in a hospital bed on Monday. Well, so. he was in a sling. I mean, obviously, you're probably going to wait. you got a bye week coming up. There's no sense. you gotta, you got other guys you can go yeah. to. Treshawn's your best running back. I think Benson will run like a man in this game if he does get the That'll ball. That would be nice, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Tofit is your outside the tackles guy. But I think, again, your leading rusher in all likelihood, if you win in that way, is going to be Jordan Travis. Yes, it has to be it almost. It has to be, yeah, right? You, yeah. You, you just can't run the traditional stuff. So, you know, I, I, it'll be interesting to see what Norvell does. Like, he has to know going into this, and Atkins has to tell him, we can't run on these dudes. We can't do what you want to do. It's unlikely. It's unlikely we can move these guys to run on them. I mean, sure. they average 60 yards a game giving up on the ground. But yeah. they are they're a little bit susceptible out wide. You've got a shot. If your quarterback and receivers play well, you've got a shot. Last year, you miracled two touchdowns, right? You had the totally crazy play in the strip sack. This year, you don't need miracles. you got guys out wide that can go make plays. Well, they like to block, Corey. To that point, the receiving core is better, not just because they're more talented and they can win some one-on-ones. They still drop too many passes, but they, but they can do those things. But they like to block. They yeah. love to block. And Johnny Wilson's a good blocker. Uh, you know, listen, Portier can block. You yeah. got some big – Malik McClain can block. They got some guys that – by the way, I I even think Michael likes to – I mean, they like I to block. I got a question for you. If you're going to go four wide, which they did on that last Yeah, play, why do you have the tight end? Why do you have Marquise and Douglas so in there and not Portier? Not, I talked about it this week. Why yeah, don't you have Portier in there or McClain or somebody else? Yeah, that, sure. I agree. Okay, well, so the answer is – there is a, a bad, good reason. Yeah, okay. there is no good reason. Okay, good. He's not, he's not devoid of mistakes. They've he's made not some, Bill Walsh, is no, he? No, he's made some mistakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, listen, I do think I, it's such a weird conundrum you find yourself in. On the one hand, you don't believe that your five offensive linemen can block their down linemen. But nobody can. Nobody really Who has could? consistently. Who right. could in this country? Wake did, Maybe. but they were a little banged up, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and that's frustrating. But but even Wake is that goofy offense. Like you don't but run. Still, that. they still held it up. They, you still, they didn't run on them. You can't no. run. You, they, they, nobody's going to run on this team except for like the Patriots or somebody. If, the Dolphins. If you spread them out a ton, and you tell Jordan that he has to run a lot. Yeah. Then then maybe that's how you get those rushing yards. But I, I, I love the idea of having the discussion of, okay, you're Mike and you're Alex and you're sitting down this week and you're outgunned up front. Now, they've done a great job over their short time together yeah. of scheming angles and ways to run despite being deficient up front. They found a way. They did it last year. They were able to run the football some with despite an offensive line that wasn't yeah, yeah. very good. All right. So do you decide – Screw it. There's no real chance to run, not traditionally like you're talking about, to run with our running backs. I'm just going to spread five wide and chuck it around the lot. Should I'm going to play the quick game. Times. I'm gonna, yeah. Do you do that? Yes. I would, okay. I would throw All it 50 right. times. You hope Jordan completes 37 of them for 304 yards. <laughs> like you're just averaging six yards of pass. Man, you occasionally you go up to 14. Yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know how you move it otherwise. I just it's don't. fascinating because you're leaving those guys in that moment. You're leaving your offensive line on an island. But you have a conversation you're, with your quarterback. Like, hey, man, don't go to your 4-3. You're going to be yeah. getting hit in the back. <laughs> you guys, zero chance to go to 4-3. You can't. I, I tell them, let's not go to my second read. Yes. Let's, yeah, let's first get the ball read out of my hand. Tuck it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'm actually fine with that. It's this guy or nobody, and we go. Yeah, I'm with you. Because second and eight is a win. Yeah. You know, this week, second and 15, we're in deep trouble. And so, you know, again, they've got to, and this offense is predicated, most offenses are, but especially this one, is predicated on winning first down and staying ahead of the chains and keeping teams balanced on defense and making them play you honest. And we didn't do a lot of that against Florida State, I mean, against uh, NC State. So, no, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. That first half went well. They had almost 300 yards of offense. I thought, here we go. Second half, a total collapse. Very frustrating. I think you got to get a turnover in this game. I think you got to do something special. 
um, in the in the special teams game. I don't know that that's possible right now to trust that, but yeah, but well, it's a special aspect. They, of special did, teams. they yeah, well, truly the special. Well, the power turn was cool. But no, no, yes, but the, two, I know what you're talking about. Two special plays. Yeah. Two special plays, sir. I have not yet checked the chat. Is there anything that we need to be answering? The answer is no from Tom. No, no chance. That's ridiculous, Tom. You haven't seen anything that caught your eye on all those, all those comments. So Tom, for he's not on mic. He doesn't uh, have a mic. He no. said Jordan Travis's body language on the sidelines, uh, not great, <laughs> not great. Uh, I don't quite understand what's going on. That doesn't seem to fit his personality, his mo. Uh, you don't know if he's getting a little tight, maybe, or or the whole little expectations. Yeah, man, that's not. He doesn't. He. I don't know that he's great when he's when he's tight or when he's uh, nobody is. Rap, Very few people. When he's wrapped up like that, not wrapped up. What's the, what am I thinking of? When uptight, he, uptight. But yeah, he's wound tight. Wound like tight. you don't want him to look like that or play like that, and that's not good. So I, I think you know, Jordan Travis has been good this year. I, and again, like I said, I thought he was good against NC State for the most part. There were two horrible throws, but it wouldn't even it's come down happen. to that last throw if if or, or the guys make catches. So he's got to play loose and carefree and not put so much pressure on himself, man. I don't want to – we can't have another James Blackman where ever, it looked like that Sunball James Blackman was literally almost in tears. Yeah. You can't have that, man. You can't be that wound tight, not I don't, play that position. I don't suspect that he'll ever get to that point. He's too confident and too good to get to a point where, you know, remember James Blackman – the build-up to that moment, Arkansas State's own James Blackman, was by the a way. whole lot of frustration for years yes, of problems. It was, it was a lot. This is different. I, I do think when we talk about that subject matter, in terms of uptight and everything else, I would I would argue that I think some of his frustration was the receivers dropping passes. I also think some of it was with his coach. Maybe. I think so too. Yeah, I think there's two things there. I think not he that he doesn't like his coach, oh, he but likes like he's fine. Maybe, but they're in the I moment. I want to double for Darno. This 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 rally's starting, <laughs> gang. So I think he was frustrated with Mike, and I think he was really frustrated with his receivers. Yes, and it all built up to a place where he was able to show that a little bit with his body language. Now, if Mike's able to show him on film, and he is. That's not what we do here, guys. Uh, everybody's turning to look at you. Everybody yeah. needs you to be completely in control because they're the ones who are going to rat trap. They're the ones who are going to be flushed, but my quarterback can't be. Yes, correct. Um, and so, I mean, listen, the other part of his frustration might have been born out of the fact that, obviously, and you pointed this out, you talked about it in your column, you know, they were a little slow to adjust in the second half. Yeah. NC State kind of changed, they shaded the, the, the offensive line differently in the second half, but they also did a very good job of kind of run stacking. So and predictable downs. And yeah. so my one of my biggest, I, I told this to Ira, he was sitting next to me, after it was the second drive, it was the Dylan Gibbons personal foul. Well, that serious. was a devastating But penalty. here's the thing, man. There's no guarantee they're picking the third and two up either. But you I throw like a chance over third and 17. You throw it to Pokey Wilson and get nine yards. You don't have to run on second and one, especially the predictable run that you've been doing. So, of course, Toa Philly lo loses a yard. Right. So, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to do that. Like, you, it's not just running on first down that's predictable. It's running on second and two that's predictable. You, you've got to take shots when you've realized, okay, they're, they've completely changed the way they're defending us. Second and two against Clemson is not a rundown because it's going to be third and four. I promise you, they, they're going to expect you to run because everybody does when it's second and two. So if you throw a nine-yard completion to Pokey Wilson or eight yards so it's second and two, don't give it to Toa Feely so you can be third and four. Get, throw it again. You, yeah. you, you've, got to, you've got to be a little creative and a little against uh, Yeah, you've got to be more, a little bit more aggressive. I also think that on, on a down where you, got, where you have the advantage, you have the leverage on second and two, to me, it's, it's not even just so much about run or pass. It's about options. I mean, it's the same run every time. So yes, yeah, if, if yeah. you go ahead and change that, yeah. you know, roll them out. Yep, Give them a run pass option. That's something to you know, do. Jordan, you've got an electrifying player at quarterback. Give him a run pass option on that. You might hit a big play, but if it's not there, it's our guy or no guy, Jordan. Run for it. Get the first down. Yeah. We're good to go. First and ten. Let's go from here. It's pretty easy, man, this game. Why aren't we coaching? <laughs> I'm tired of not coaching. Oh, we got a, we got a kindness uh, addition to the program here from Gordon. 
It's 2011 all over again. We lost a close game at home, followed by two more losses, and finished off the season with nine wins. The next three years were awesome. Hashtag the climb. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, we haven't lost. We, the Royal, we have not lost the third game, though, yet. It's still up there, right? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, this game's not lost. They got a chance, dude. I'm telling you. Curious. Uh, well, I, I'm not curious about the fan base after this game. If they lose, I know what they're going to be like. It's the sky is falling. We'll have to hear it for two weeks before not the every, I think game. I think there's some measured fans in this fan base. I'm not saying 100. percent Yeah. I'm just saying the vocal people. Yeah. Well, the vocal <laughs> people, you got to tune them out, man. Yeah. But but. I still won't be panicked. It, it does matter how you play. I mean, if you go get blown out at if home. If you lose 41-6, yeah, yeah, man, that's not a great look. Not a great look. Not a great look. they didn't do that to Furman. Yeah, that would be upsetting. So we'll see. We'll see. I agree. But I, I, I am kind of curious to see just where this game's at in the third quarter, how healthy is Florida State. We Part of our predictions this week, you've kind of been behind the eight ball trying to predict the game because you don't know who's going to play and who's not going to play. Yeah. I mean, yes. I, I, I'm not sure. You know, Fabian Levin doesn't play. Over, I don't know if over he is under is. tomorrow night, over under stoppages of play for a Florida State injury. It I'm going to put it at five. I'm going under, and I think it's zero. <laughs> There's not, they're not getting hurt at all. Not one player. Awesome, man. That would not be one cool. Player. I'm good. I'm good. Not one player is going to get hurt because we have had our share of post play injuries for the effing season. It's crazy. It's it, it, we we amassed them all against NC State. It seems like uh, this. So I said Jason. it on headlines uh, real quick. I said it on headlines. They had uh, last in the NC State game alone. There were eight injury stoppages in that game. Seven of them were Florida State guys. That's rough, man. And well, then the Wake the Forest for, game. The one for NC State's a big one. Tough, yeah. a big one. I mean, Farmer, obviously, that was an obvious personal foul. <laughs> I'm surprised Farmer's even allowed to play this week. Oh, man. And then the week before, there were five injury stoppages. Four of them were Florida State. I don't like – I just don't like the look of it. Well, the trend is not good. I don't like the trend, but it's not like these kids are not tough or they're they're being babies. It's just you're playing kids that are hurt, are banged up, and they're playing through it, and that's what happens. But it's it's it, it's tough to get in a rhythm that way. I mean, literally, I get yeah. under, I can understand Florida State fans' frustrations. Like, again, another guy is just laying on the ground, writhing in pain. I told Tom this week it was a body bag game. I swear to every time I looked up, there's another guy down. But – Jason asked a question on the chat just a moment ago if whether or not we thought the frustration that Jordan showed was the direct result of uh, Mike's play calling. Yeah, that's what I, I, I think. Do you think maybe. it's that? I think, I think because Norvell even said it after the fact that that the, the first interception – I think that's what Norvell well, that was and him, a good defensive call, by the way. It, yeah, it, but it, that's what Norvell said is that was a bad call into that formation, and he blamed himself for it. Um, and I think Travis, when he came off the field, especially after getting like kind of tackled in, in the block with the kid with a personal foul, is he was upset that like, man, why, what what is going on here? Why do I not have anybody to throw to? What what? Yeah, I think well, I think that has something to do with it. Like he can throw it away, and he should. Uh, especially on first down. That's crazy to force it in there like that. That's on Jordan, man. I mean, sometimes the right defense is called for a play. But I think he was frustrated in the play caller in that moment. Like, man, there was nothing open there. Throw in the stands. Yeah, two guys standing next to each other. Exactly right. And that's the stuff he's got to learn. And the stuff with the the last play, once you see off coverage, man, you You can't can't just throw it up for grabs because you don't know where that corner – now the – and you also got to give credit to the DB, man. That's a great play the kid made to look like, and Thomas pointed it out, look like he's going to go inside and then all of a sudden just bounce outside, do a moonwalk to where, I mean, that was a, a great play by him and a great read. But it all, you know, I think Travis was, I, I just think the most frustrated he was was that first interception. The second interception, he was, he was frustrated that there wasn't a hold or maybe that Pittman stopped running, which wasn't great. Not a good look. I know this. If you're Jordan Travis and you're the quarterback and you have the ball in your hands on every play, there have got to be times, and every quarterback knows this, that the right defense is called at the right time. Those plays cannot end in disaster. Yes. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, some of the aspects of being a great big-time quarterback, whether it's in the pros or college, is to know when you're beat. Like, 
it is to it's come funny to you say that because I was watching Mariota this week with the Falcons, and he he makes all the right plays <laughs> when it matters most. He rallies you back, baby. I know, man. That kid's got. He's just got something special about him. Jeff. No, but I think knowing, obviously, I was just trying to make Tom Lang laugh. I got a little chuckle out of him, but not much. When you do pre-snap reads, you know, a lot of times you'll watch quarterbacks recognize. There's kind of an oh shit moment. Like where where we don't. This is not the right play. But I gotta I, get us out of this what, play. What I'm interested in watching tomorrow because I haven't. I didn't notice it as much the first five games. That game on NC State, it was a lot of waiting until there were seven seconds on oh, the yeah, play clock, staring over and the, he's staring at Norvell. That's three, three, five, man. They were absolutely so bewildered. I didn't like it. I didn't well, like I it. It, it did, that's not what we've seen from the Florida State offense. It's not been so dependent on the coach reading it. If you trust your quarterback to read it, let him read it. Well, and, and what's gonna what's it going to look like tomorrow night? Because, I mean, Clemson's pretty – it's going to have four down linemen. We know most that. Most of the time, but I will say this. There's a chance, and one of the things Jordan didn't like last week is something that Clemson might end up being able to do. But do you think that's what Jordan got upset about? It's like, man, quit making me look at you all the time for seven seconds. Well, well, I think it's it's twofold. If if we're out of rhythm and we're not running the offense the way we've been running the offense and you're going to make me look at you and then put me in a position to throw that pick – I'm not real pleased. Yeah. If I look over at you and we we go 80 yards, yeah. you know, good job, coach. I'll look yeah, at you the again. Man. Yeah. But the, the other thing I would say about that, if your offensive line, and this is where it has zero to do with coaching, this is about players. If your offensive line cannot block Clemson, they're going to start with four guys, and then they're going to drop seven in coverage. Yeah. So that's already a bit of a problem. Well, if they get but, pressure but on you, six, it's right because one's going to be a spy. You do have that. Uh, we'll you know, see. I don't I think, think they'll start by spying. I don't I think, think they'll they start. will. They I think might spy. if he burns, but I don't think they'll start by spying. The other part of that is this: if they get pressure with four, do you know who hosted I Spy in the sixties? I TV don't. Show? Uh, Bill Cosby. Oh well, I did know that. You're right. Shout out, Bill. I, yeah, I didn't know that. No, what I would tell you is, what if they get to. What if they get to a place where they can pressure you with three? Oh God! Well, well you got no chance. Well, now they're dropping eight. Well, it's done. You're, you're, there were but moments. They're not NC do that. State did that in moments last week. See, but the the last the the interception at the end of the game, there was no pressure there. They no, rushed no, three, no, no. I'm not and he just threw it. He, play. he got to the back of his drop and threw it. And I thought the five on three, which should always be the case, I thought the five on three was fine. He got he got enough protection. For the most part, I, Clemson's a little different animal. Oh, I know, it, but it, they're rushing four, and they're rushing four NFL dudes. But if they only have to rush three, well, you're, you're, you're got, left, you, you got, got no to take off. Well, you got to take off. Yeah, well, I, yeah. Again, I'm getting back to this with Jordan. Jordan. And also, I'll be honest, Jordan. I've never, I've never been in anywhere close to the athlete that Jordan Travis is. Clearly, I know that's, you. That's hard that, for you to believe, but I sure. wasn't. I want you to dive forward, buddy. I don't want you to slide like you're sliding to second base. Dive forward and quit robbing yourself of those two yards. Every yard matters in this game. Yeah. Dive forward. You're not going to get hit. They're not going to be diving. And if they you. do, it's a penalty. Be well, right. right. Yeah. And you got Rodemaker. If they hit you in the head, what oh, yeah. do you do? He's but, shown. But I, I he do well against Clemson. Just I, yes, I want him. I want him diving forward and not sliding. I think that's something that that needs to be taught. I think that if Jordan is loose early and runs and shows a, a foot loose and fancy free, you like that description? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Band uh, name in college. Yeah, so that's a it's a good nickname to have. <laughs> but it, yeah, I'm, hey, nice to meet you, foot loose and fancy free. <laughs> so if that is the case, you got a fighting chance, man, because that kid can be special. He can be special. We've seen it before. Did he hit another one against you? you oh, no, it was foul. It was foul. Oh, it was okay. fine. Okay. It's fine. It's still 6-0. <laughs> it's still only 6 nothing. Um, no, if he's that guy, if he's out there having fun with nothing to lose and they're playing, you know, you can just see it body yeah. language-wise. It could get interesting, man. We've seen stranger could things. Get interesting. They're three-point underdogs at home. Like it should be interesting. I would I, be, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't get the line. I don't get the line. I laid it. I took Clemson to the points. I gave the points. No problem. Yeah. I don't understand that line, Corey. I just, That's a crazy person line. I really do think. What it's indicator because is there that Clemson that we can block Clemson? I think it's. You're not going to block them. The the end. I think it's. What's their offense going to do? It has not played in a. It really hasn't, and it wasn't good against Boston College. And it wasn't great against NC State. Like it's not, it's not a high flying Trevor Lawrence to Sean Watson offense. They they struggle early. They struggled against Georgia Tech for for two and a half quarters. They struggled against NC State for two quarters. They struggled against um, Boston College for two quarters. So 
and then cover it on the road easily. But that's because Boston College isn't Florida State. Like Boston College doesn't have it anywhere close to the 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 players that Florida State does. So we we saw that. So I think the thinking is this: the Clemson offense will struggle. It's not going to just roll up and down the field at dope. It will be a close game in the late in the third quarter. I hope you're right. Um, I, I think that's the thinking of the line because you look at what they did against Boston College. It went field goal, punt, punt, interception, punt, get the ball at the 28, going for a touchdown right before half. That's what they did. They were not good on offense. No, I think they were indifferent. I agree with you. Sure, but all like defenses are supposed to be indifferent. You're coming not, off, no, not you're coming offenses. Off, well, you're coming off of two, two big not, games. DJ Ugo. Uyungle has up. not done enough to just be indifferent on the road. Like he needs to go. He still needs to play. He's completing sixty-four well. percent of his passes. He has no. But the reasoning the that you're saying, I get it. He's much better than we thought he was at halftime of Georgia Tech. Yes, at halftime of yes. Georgia Tech in the opener, you thought the, the freshman was going to play. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you thought the freshman was going to be playing. Probably, by this time. yeah. But my point is, he doesn't go into a Boston College game thinking, "Oh, we got this. It's fine. I'm gonna. I'm, we're gonna." Perhaps punt. not. But I mean, but, so I think their offense isn't great. I think Shipley's good, but Shipley their offense is isn't great. And so that's that's where you wonder if Florida State can just ten to six at half or thirteen to ten. All right, twenty-seven to six. Get up, get up oh, by twenty-one. Just beat their ass. Just get, yeah. Well, yeah, no, no. Get up by twenty-one. Just dominate just, them. Fine. <laughs> but I, I'm not convinced that Clemson's offense is. In, it's not as good as Wake's. It's better than it's between Wake and NC State, right? It's probably the second best offense in the league. But it's between it's Wake and NC Carolina's State. offense. No, yeah, when, yeah, and and but it's I think when you think about offenses, Wake's got the best offense in the country. Yes, they are in the, the conference. Sorry, I was say easy kill. Sorry, Ohio State would argue yes, with you, but Wake's got the best <laughs> offense in the conference. Yeah, uh, in NC State's middle of the road a little less. I think Clemson's right there in between. So yeah. you're not overwhelmed by them. This isn't Trevor Lawrence handing off to Etienne and then throwing oh, it on no, his no, no, no. They're not as dynamic offensively as they've been when they had two top five picks in this mic when I try to drink like out of my straw. Make, make as much noise as possible. <laughs> try it. Sorry, no, Tom. I, honestly, I think it's fair to say they're not nearly as dynamic as they've been in the past. But so what I, do you think the race is to? Trying to think of a way that Florida State wins the game and what that means. <laughs> we don't need that. No, no, no but I'm saying like I, if I'm gonna if I, I if I can come up with a way that Florida State wins it, it means that Clemson's made some mistakes and yes. it means Florida State's played well. So what does that add up to? All right, so let's see. You get a pick six. All right, I'm gonna give you a pick six here. Who's giving it? Uh, uh, Zarie? Who's who's getting it? Uh, Zarie Thomas is announcing his presence with authority. Yeah, it's, nice. It's it's AZ time. By the way, I, I looked this up yesterday. Uh, Marion Cooper, who it was so good last year is the 13th worst cornerback in the Power 5 this season by by Pro Football Focus just in rating which 13th is 13th worst 13th worst which yeah. when you went into this season if you told me Duke Cooper would be one of the worst cornerbacks in the country I'd be like well Florida State's screwed so I don't know what's going on. I know he's banged up. I saw him get injured I in this August. Was the, I thought we were making a case for Florida State. We are, but uh, <laughs> they're not making the case that it's not going to be a Marion Cooper with a pick six. But that that to me tells me that he's hurt because you don't just go from what he was last year to just awful. And, and he's, he's been, been awful. awful. He's been awful. And he's been awful. So Bernardo Green has makes been. Him, gr- I love him. Bernardo good. Green's been great. He's man. Been, yeah, yeah, he's been very good. But but Duke Cooper has not. I said this on so, last week. I think it was time to. So Azaria, I think Azaria is going to play a lot. He's going to have some growing pains, but I like him more than Amari and Cooper. He'll make a play and on the ball. And they play Jari and Jones. It'll be those two rotating in. But, um, yeah, that's just you, – you You thought going into this season you loved the safeties and you loved one of the cornerbacks. You didn't know the cornerback you were going to love was eight. The race is to 27. I don't know that Florida State can get there. So I hope the race is to 21 or 20. I'm trying to think. 24 means you're kicking a field goal. I'm getting you. I got to 27, and I gave you a pick six. Okay. So I'm asking that the offense score 21 points. They can do it, man. This is the second best offense that Clemson has faced this season. And it's not – there's who's third? Like, you saw that NC State offense. That was a train wreck. That's not a good Boston College is a train wreck. Georgia Tech, especially in August, was ridiculous. So this is the second best offense that they've seen. I agree. They did not do real well with the first pe- the best is, offense this, they've this seen. Is, this is the healthiest they've been to face any of these. Their their secondary was riddled with injury against yeah. Wake. It was freshmen that aren't going to play in this game. 
It was backups that aren't going to play in this game. Yeah. So I don't think it's a fair comparison. I hope you're right. But, I, but no, I'm not saying they're going to put do what Wake did. They're not put if they put up 45. Oh, oh Jesus, boy. they better win by a lot. If they I mean, put up I'm rubbing, we're rubbing butter on each other <laughs> and just see where the night goes. <laughs> I, they score I got 45. Tom Lane to laugh yeah, at yeah, that yeah, one. That, that's nuts. Yeah. Okay, this is from uh, Carol. A percentage of run pass on offense. Well, I think I think it's pass heavy. It's got to be 35, it's, it's, 65, well, right? It's, it's all the quick game stuff. So it's going to be, in, in essence, I hate when people say I'm that those quick. this thing. It's hard with the, I'm not used to having one of these, Tom. I hate when people say that the, the quick game is the extension of the run game. It's not, it's still, it's still finesse. You're still throwing the ball. It's not the same as a run. I get why they say that when you hear that stuff, those flares and stuff like that. I'm like, no, it's not the same as a run. But I do think it is probably, you know, 60-40 pass run. So maybe, maybe even more, 65-35. They're, right they're running their linebacker. Is Cooper his last name? He's mm-hmm. really good. Like they have two linebackers that will yes, play in the league. They're, they're very, very good. They're very good. So yeah. they, their front six is all – Oh, that's just they're freaking great. good. But, they've recruited exceptionally well. But Toa Feely, I don't care if you're talking about NFL linebackers. He is a tough matchup out in space. He's fast, in the yes. And, and, he's, and he's shifty. He hey, is a receiver. Do you think he'll play a big role here? I do. No, well, a big play, like have a big play. He has a chance to have a couple big plays. But you've got to find a way, Those as good as those linebackers are, they have not – Covering Jakai Douglas and Lawrence Toafili is different. They they haven't had a they haven't had to do stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. exploit that. You got you got a mismatch. I mean, every game is a mismatch with your six seven receiver. I think you got a mismatch there. And do you remember before the LSU game? I mean, I know these these linebackers are better than the LSU linebackers. Very good. But before the LSU game. The uh, I think it was David Johnson, the running backs coach of Florida State. They were working on running back routes in practice, and he's like, "Their linebackers can't cover you guys." And or no, they were talking to the quarterbacks. He's like, "Their linebackers cannot cover our running backs. You have to put these on the numbers." And I think that's something you can try to take advantage of. They did Not, it a year ago. Yes, right. Yeah, I mean, Toa Feely had the huge play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toa Feely. He's not a guy that you can give the ball 26 times to and say, give me 140 Can't yards. Give him 15 times. But you can give him 15 touches. Yeah, and a variety of ways. 10 touches, I'd go with. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. That's, that's where I think you – you. I mean, Toa Feely is a difference maker if you get them if, – if you can get um, if you can get the right matchup. So the recipe – so it says we get towards – we got about 10 minutes left in the it's show. It's a huge at-bat here. We got Oda Rizzi against uh, Real Muto here. Huge at-bat in a 6 game. You got to keep it at 6-0. So – the, the, the way Florida State wins this game, you're sitting in the box tomorrow night. I'm on the roof or I'm sitting with my dad, whatever it is, and I'm watching. Your dad here? Yeah, he is. Oh, he did He's make right it. right over there. Oh, good. So so here we are. You can hug him afterwards. I will. Yeah, I will. Okay. I will. So, so here we are, and Corey Clark is getting ready to have to write his story. Yep. All right. And, and the game is in the balance, and it's that way because of what? What has led us to a point that there's five minutes left and you can't finish your story because we don't know how it's going to end? Um, you have you have limited them on defensively to no big plays. And Florida State has done a very good job of that this year. They have done a very good job I, of that. They, they lead the nation in fewest 30-yard passes given up. I think they have to be close to leading the nation in fewest 30-yard plays given up. Yeah, they do a good job. So they don't give up you, big plays. You make Clemson move down the field, have them settle for field goals, which, of course, they're going to make. Because it's Florida State. I mean, it's like Florida State basketball free throw defense. Like, it's the same with yeah, field yeah. goals. Teams are going to make them. Yeah. And Clemson's got a great one, just like NC State apparently And has. everybody else apparently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NC State has the Groza Award winner, <laughs> of course. Uh, meanwhile, you got what you got, but yep, that's yep, fine. Yep, yep. But you've, you've limited them to no big plays into 20 points, a couple of touchdowns, and a couple of field goals where you boat up on third down. I think that's how you have a chance late in the game. So because red zone defense, and I, I brought up red zone defense red third a lot. Down, third down defense is big too, man. Well, wait, wait, go back to the wait game. I, all week long I preached that you have to get off the field on third down and you better win in the red zone. They didn't either. Yes. They, they lost in the red zone. They lost on third down. So you cannot beat Clemson if you do not get off the field on third down. How does Wake go from playing Florida State to Army in October? What the hell? Why does it Florida State schedule like Wake? I mean, you're guaranteed of eight wins if you I'm schedule not, I like I don't want to play Army. Well, it's a no, funky, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I just, but somebody yeah, like that. They yeah. go from a ACC I, game to, <laughs> uh, you know, a team that they're favored by 30 points. That's all right. That's all right. We got to buy after this. I'm going to 
again, we haven't given up a lot of big plays, but we didn't get off the field on third down the last time we were home against a good offense. Yeah. Uh, and we didn't win in the red zone. Florida State has got to win the red zone. Clemson between the 20s is going to move the ball. That's fine. Yep. That's fine. I mean, I yep. prefer they don't, but they're going to. Yes, correct. So get off the damn field. Make them kick some field goals instead of converting touchdowns, and you can you can be in this game. And Conversely, obviously, you have to score when you get your opportunities because I don't think they're going to be a lot of opportunities. I think you're going to get a yes, few. Correct. you got to catch you gotta hit in. a couple big plays, yeah, too. Yeah, oh, big plays. Listen, thank you. That's the biggest thing for the offense. You're not going to go they're not going 12 no, plays, no, no, 75 yards. They're not doing 13-play drives and scoring on Clemson. It's just not happening. That has to be big play central. You need two of those at least, two yes. big, big plays. And, um, you know, look, Clemson doesn't have the receivers that Wake Forest has, but Clemson has some guys. But, but you have some guys too. And, you know, Micah Pittman and Johnny Wilson and, you know, maybe Pokey Wilson, these guys – have to go they, because I think well, what's going to catch, catch the ball. Well, man. not that, but you're going to have to go make some special plays, man. Like um, I do think they're going to have a spy. I think they're going to go in. I think on that last play that uh, Jordan threw the pick, the NC State had a spy on him. I think you're going to have spies on the on the quarterback. So at that point, it's six DBs versus five receivers. If you have five guys out in the in the in the route, so safety help can't be everywhere. So you are going to have one-on-one battles with the quarterbacks. You have to go yeah. make plays, man. Yeah, you have I mean, to go be a good receiver. Anytime you, you get a one-on-one, that's any team. If you get one-on-one, you got to make plays. I mean, I'm going to scheme you one-on-one. You've got to make a play. Yeah. I, that all of last year, most of our frustrations with Florida State had to do with they schemed one-on-ones all year long. They couldn't make a play. Yeah, they, they do have dudes this year that can make plays in one-on-ones. You know, last week, for as much as we want to talk about the last play or any of the other things that frustrated us. Bottom line is, man, if Pokey makes a catch, if Johnny Wilson doesn't drop two really big well, passes. And look, man, it, if Malik McClain makes that catch, you probably win the game. I, yes. I don't think probably you win the game. Yes, I think so. In, in the next very next play is Johnny Wilson dropping the fourth down play. Which is yeah, it's a it's a good well, throw. But, drops were awful. but I don't I, yeah, that was a horrible one on third down oh, because my God. just yes. you could feel the momentum shifting yeah. and you need that catch. Yeah. But I also maybe run that play to Malik McClain. Maybe that should be for fourteen. Maybe he he maybe he catches that one and McLean does it. Like you know what I mean? Like I I, I wonder what the rotation's going to be like at receiver. If other guys are going to get chances or if they're going to tighten it up. That that's uh, Jakai Douglas is now in the mix. I think so. Yeah, so but, how much but run Ja'Kai's is he going to get? Jakai's got to be a guy that's catching balls out of the backfield. I don't think I don't think Jakai's lining up out wider in the slot. And making you don't plays. think he'd be a slot guy? Uh, Imagine that last. Re- he's such a tiny ass target. <laughs> well, he, he is. He's just a tiny, tiny dude. He's also balding, which I I love that man. A twenty yeah. one year old kid that's balding. That's I, I got nothing but love that's, for that's you, Jakai. We want you to make a play, Jakai. I have a feeling it's a wheel. But route. wouldn't you have him in the in the slot instead of Marquise in there at the if, with four well, wides? I, with well, him? I'd have somebody other than Marquise who I like actually, just not in that situation. Old biscuit. What do we think? of Rodney Hill and Carol asked that as so did R. Wilmer, I guess, right? All right. Carol's all over Carol this. Carol and R. Wilmer are kicking ass. Um we all love Rodney. We do, man. Ah uh, man, we have from day one. Remember that thing we were practicing next to each other watching early on? We're like, You're that like, kid, that right? Guy there, can, that guy's that guy can play. Yeah. He's got a little something there. Yeah. I love that guy. I know Tom does too. He so runs hard. I think and I he speak for all three of us. We really like Rodney Hill. He's a good player. I don't love him in this game if he plays. Like obviously well, I mean, it's a big spot. Trayshawn isn't probably going to play, and you don't know you know, how to say that again. Not likely to play. Probably not. Probably yeah, not. I, we okay, don't. Yeah. We don't know though. We don't know. But I mean, he was in a hospital bed. He, <laughs> he seemed like he was just out. in the hospital. He, be unlikely. He put yeah. it on the gram that he was in a hospital yeah, yeah. on Monday. But I'm sure I, Mike loved that. I love. Yeah, I know. I know. I wonder if he has a talk with him. Like, hey, man, I don't Dude, talk about injuries. Yeah. You don't need to be tweeting out that you're in a hospital. Yeah. But Rodney Hill, I think, is going to be a really good player, and I think I would play him. After the bye, I just you you don't I don't know that you really introduce him to college football against this team. But and I the only thing I worry about really with him at all is ball security because he hasn't been tackled in I don't know a year and a half. Like and you're going to be tackled by these dudes. Yeah, like I, you just don't need a fumble. That's all. I like him though. I play him. I play a running back before I play certain other guys in a game like this. I, I mean, I think listen. That's instinct. A lot of that's instinct. He, he you know, he's got I, some stuff to him. Got Tom, a lot of stuff Tom to on him. Tuesday. You watch him. Yeah, that guy. Uh, he just he comes. He. He just he's, good he's different, he's but good he player. he comes out he comes through a hole differently than really kind of anybody they got. Well, when you lost Trayshawn Ward, I think you lost a little bit of what Rodney Hill has to replace Trayshawn. That, he's got similar, some of that skill set. Some of yeah. that skill set. The, the other thing I would say really quickly: what is, if he went for like 
22 carries and 230 yards. Guess we know who our new Dalvin Cook is. Yeah, at that point. That would be cool, right? Clemson yeah. gives up 200 yards. It would be like Mario Pinder in the Syracuse game getting hurt, and they yeah. get a Dalvin. Hey, why weren't we playing this guy it's all fine. the time? Yeah, what the hell are you crazy. looking at, Jimbo? We played Carlos yeah. Williams and Mario Pinder instead of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, listen, Rodney, if he plays a lot, I think he'll play well. I'll say this, and we don't have much time left, but I think we're getting really close. It's my opinion. Could be wrong. I think they're getting really close to starting Julian Armella at right tackle. Okay. And I think oh, I'm really? Okay. really close to doing so myself because Jazz isn't any good. So we don't, I don't, I'm I don't, telling you, I don't sign a, off on that. I, he's a, he's a no. Go ahead. That's he's fine. Trying. I'm t- <laughs> he's trying. He's trying his best. endorsement, Corey. So <laughs> what I'm trying. telling you is I'm, but can you judge him about – I can judge him the last three weeks. But you, it's hard to judge him against Clemson like that. Well, I judged him block. last week and the week yeah, before. Yeah, I, know. I got you. So I'm, what I'm saying is Julian's got better feet. He's 6'6", 320. He's built different. I actually think that's one of those few guys early that you could play. Yeah. Now, I, would prob- I wouldn't play him here, but I would play him against Georgia Tech. Absolutely. I'd play him the last – what's the redshirt rule? You get four games. So I would play him uh, – yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I would play him four of the last yeah. five games. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. I'd absolutely do it. I mean, he missed uh, – Jazz is a um, – He's, I think he's a senior, right? I, he's, he's old. I know he's, he's he's somebody that shouldn't be starting for you is what he is. Well, but so what are you going to do, I, man? They got hurt. I like, understand. You know, he bummer. wasn't brought in to start. He was brought in to back up, and that stinks. It's not his fault. But he is still what he is, which yeah. is not very good. And I would make that move pretty soon. Yeah. Because, by the way, that's a matchup tomorrow night that I'm petrified of. Jazz against their guys up in that – but that's you an know, ass we've been waiting to happen. You, you know, going in, they know that too. I so know. you've got to coach to that, right? Yeah. You just got to coach like, hey man, he can't do this. He can't block him. Yes, so that's you've correct. got to coach around it. Right, but you hate having to be behind the eight ball before you take a snap. I mean, it's the worst feeling in the world. Be like, okay, well, we can't do that because he can't block him. Yeah. But you do, you do, you're right. You have to chip, if you bought him his hands quick, all that stuff. Any more time we good? I think it is. It's time to wrap. Our thanks to everybody here at the Corner Pocket. Obviously, we appreciate it. We do this for all the home games. If you're coming into town, we are at the Corner Pocket for all Florida State home games, 530 to 630, hanging out, having some cold beer, watching the Braves get their head kicked in by the Phillies. Man, what a disaster. I know how much. I know how much. Corey I still got that. the World Series from last year, though. You do. You do. And you'll have that for the rest of your life. You I will, happens, man. I got it two in my anywhere. lifetime. Yeah, there you go. By the way, do you know what today is? Anniversary of? Don't tell me it's the Dream Day. 30th anniversary. Son of a bitch. 30th anniversary. Thanks for throwing that out there. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Is it your birthday or something? Is it? No. There's no other correlation with this date? There's not, not special at all? I just knew. I was in pain. Yeah. No, and uh, so it's th- it's crazy to think that was 30 years ago. I was ago. living off of Pensacola Street in this dirtbag apartment, and uh, the guys next to me were two huge Braves fans. Yeah. And they knew I was a huge Pirates you, fan. You threw a lamp down or something, I right? threw a phone. I shattered it. Uh, this but is back a, in the day. Not a cell phone. No, clearly. an actual phone. It was a green phone. I, it was my roommate's phone. And he tried to say no as he saw me pick it up. Yeah. Because it was sitting on our little table, and I picked it up and <laughs> shattered it. And he was like, no, because yeah. it was his phone. And I was broke, and he knew I couldn't afford a new phone. Right. That was our only phone. I shattered it into a million pieces. Man, that's crazy. And I know. You I'm know, not proud of it. I'm just telling you it happened. But, I mean, when I think about all the sporting events I went to with my dad, RIP, um, that that is probably number one, and it I know. I hope you. that gives you a little comfort. It that, does. It does. That, I, I've lived long enough and gained some perspective in life to understand that there's more important things than losing that baseball game. Also, it hurt. A, it hurt. And you know, as a as a Braves fan, it was a lot more heartache than that. Like the, we we had some exultation, but most of it was heartache in yeah. October. Mm. But that one memory with my dad, it's a great one. And Mr. Veal, who was my journalism teacher at Meadow Creek High School, was in two rows behind me just <laughs> randomly, and came over and hugged me after. Afterwards, and we were all hugging. People were jumping on the dugout yeah, yeah. like it's an all-time moment that I hope and I think I think by one two percent, Florida State fans will get to experience tomorrow night. Like an an all-time great <laughs> moment when I don't know how it's going to happen. Maybe Fitz Magic bombs uh, a fifty-four yarder. Yeah, maybe maybe he does. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe we're all running naked afterwards. Sure, I will run. We're rubbing butter. We're, we're rubbing, rubbing butter on everyone. <laughs> If Fitzmagic hits a 50-yard field goal. Fitzmagic hits a 54-yard game-winning field goal against Clemson. a 31-yarder, won't we? I'll, I'll take a 7-yarder. There's no such thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. It goes between the pipes, man. But, but man, it's, I mean, things happen, right? Yeah. Sports is yeah. awesome. No, you have you a do, moment yeah, in this game. We can do. analyze it all we want. You have a moment in this game. You can win this game, and you you get to 5-2. and two. Are you going to give the speech? 
I'll Go give, give a speech, speech at halftime. Tell Florida State's players about you and your dad during the Sid Bream game. Yeah, we, how we thought all, it, it was all lost. you're going to see me cry. It was all lost. Yeah. We thought hope it was, was over. Lost. You deserved to lose. And then all of a sudden, uh, we need to stop. I'm starting David to get Barry Hill again. draws a walk. Uh, and then the next thing again. you know, Jose yeah. Lean with the error. Well, but it starts with the double from your boy. Terry Pendleton. Yeah. 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 Ready to give I don't want to talk about this. Terry Pendleton. But either way, Florida State. Is that ball gone? Another home run for the Phillies? Oh, It's probably a replay. I was hoping it was another bomb. Florida State won. Florida State can win this game. It is not out of the realm of possibility that Florida State can win this game. I promise you. It happens all the time. I watch it. Cheers, and they're brother. down to they're bound to lose. You know that's the longest winning streak in the country? Yeah. Clemson. I know. I, I said yes. They're due to lose. And it's gonna this be guy, a, there's a chance like, it could be tomorrow night. Rah rah. I'm just saying. The vodka and Mio is getting to his head. <laughs> <laughs> I've given up at 6 0. This for, game's for over. For Corey Clark, I'm Jeff Cameron. Thanks to Tom Lang and everybody here at the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Go to Olds, everybody. Don't forget tomorrow, Hotel Indigo, Tom Lang and myself, we will be there live. Pre-game show 5 30. 4.30? What the hell am I talking about? 4.30. And then we got the watch along afterwards, followed by the post-game show 15 minutes after the conclusion of the game. Of course, Corey will have his piece afterwards. So will Ira. Of course, they have the wrap after the game as well down on the field. Hopefully, they're talking about a miracle win for Florida State. Hopefully, we got butter just all oh, over the everybody's place. Lathered. <laughs> everybody's lathered on that bald head, baby. <laughs> there we go. Lather with butter. All right. Good old. Be good, everybody. Peace.